amazing Nicks, how Nicks you are, that saved the ducks, like me, I once was crystal bald, but now I am found, was blind, but now I'm Nicks. That is right, Oregon Duck fans. Big sip of coffee into the podcast, Mike. Always a good idea. It is another Church of Quack, Colorado, back to the depths with ye, because the ducks have humiliated you. I mean, you've kind of been humiliating yourself, but I'm rooting for you still. I'm all, I always like the Colorado Buffaloes. They seem like one of the more fun Pac-12 teams. I would totally, I could see myself rooting for them if the wonderful Ducks didn't exist, but they do, so oh well. Um, I've always liked them, but not this, not when we're playing them. And it seems like, as of late, there's been some serious beatdowns of the Buffs. No matter how bad we're looking, except for 2016, but sometimes you need a team to rip the Band-Aid off to expose the festering wound that was Mark Helfwich uh, recruiting, I guess I would say. My old speech impediment came back there. My R became my W. Now let's get into it. I've got my twack, my 12 quack manments. I've got less time than usual. So let's get into it, shall we? Number one, the Holy Trinity. Now, what do I mean by the Holy? Ooh, what do I mean by the Holy Trinity? I'll tell you exactly what I mean. I'm talking about Marcus Mariota, Joey Harrington. And Bo Nix. What do they have in common besides their great Oregon quarterbacks? I'll tell you this. They are the only Duck quarterbacks to have, or you could probably say player, to have passed a touchdown, received a touchdown, and rushed for a touchdown. Um, each of them in very, I mean, I don't know if this is a memorable game, but certainly in memorable seasons. Because we've got Joey Harrington, of course, in the 2000 Holiday Bowl against Mac Brown. Texas Longhorns, very fun game, very close game. One of those scores is Keenan Howry passing to Joey Harrington, who's able to hold on to it. Uh, really fun stuff there. Obviously, legendary season. Uh, really came back from a devastating loss against the Beavers. We don't even need to bring that up, though, because we don't want that common right now. But uh, And then um, we had... A, a game in which we lost, uh, we lost, but we still felt good that season later on. We got our revenge. Of course, I'm talking about the 2014 Oregon versus Arizona, wherein the pink, in that it felt like a, a really turnaround point in a game that was pretty ugly. Um, in But we had the one, the only, Royce Freeman passing. Well, you know, he gets a little shovel pitch to him. He runs out a little bit. A lot like, actually, kind of what uh, Bucky Irving uh, passed to Bo Nix this time. But Royce Freeman made that touchdown. Marcus Marietta had to fight to get past the one-yard line. Manages to do so. Scores. And then, um, and now we have this one. Bucky Irving to Bo Nix. Looked pretty good to me. 
Bucky Irvin is uh, two for two in passing attempts, I do believe, um, and number one in our heart. Now let's get to number two. So he's in good company. The return of Gonzalez. That is right, Christian Gonzalez. You know, I'm trying to make these all all religion puns. I should have gone with his first name, Christian. I don't want to specifically make this a, a Christian podcast. This is a duck. Our religion is duck football, once again. And we are technically not a religion. Unless you want to start paying me, then we can be a religion. All it would take is 10% of your income. That is all it would take. At me, at Quack12Podcast or at Adam underscore Tremail. And we can start this thing tax-free. I will be your deity. Um, yes, but the return of Christian Gonzalez, the Christian way. Dear Lord, really, he had two inter- I mean, he did have two interceptions, but really, he had a pick six, too. He should have a score. and a bit, I mean, he absolutely had a score. ESPN retweeted, like, wait, this isn't a score? Like, everyone knows this was a, this was a pick six. I don't know what that ref was smoking. That Pac-12 Sheba that all these refs are smoking, apparently. But, uh, yes. So, Christian Gonzalez. And, and he had a, that really good pass defended where he landed straight on his back. Which made me think, like, oh, man. I couldn't play football for one second in real life. Unless it's flag. And, honestly, not even sure if I can handle that nowadays. Uh, he was... Just truly, I mean, if it wasn't for all the offensive stars in this game, I would say he he was the MVP, but certainly the MVP of the secondary. Absolutely great game. Well, you've heard of the Hebrew Hammer. Time for the Sewell Slammer. Most of you probably didn't even hear about that movie, the Hebrew Hammer, the Comedy Central movie, so many years ago. But I had I'm trying to make these puns, everybody. It's harder than it looks. Or my, my brain is smaller than it should be, maybe I should say. The Sewell Slammer just wanted to bring up what was a wonderful moment. And then he almost, can you imagine? I mean, I can imagine because it almost happened. He almost gets the pick six, like a couple plays later. Can you imagine? Line, inside linebacker, first he comes in on offense, scores, then gets a pick six, scores again. That would have been amazing. It almost happened, I swear. So, way to go, Sewell. Never doubt a Sewell. Number four, O-line, D-line. Goddamn best O-line in the country, let's just say it. Uh, If they're, you know, a lot of people, including myself, are kind of like, not sure. I would love to see the Ducks in the playoffs, sure. I probably wouldn't bet on them beating Georgia. I'll tell you that much. Um, but on the other hand, I'd like to see him there. And the O-line is what gives us a chance in against absolutely anybody. Uh, again, zero sacks allowed in this one. So I believe we're only up to two sacks this whole time. And (laughs) since we're, you know, praising the O-line, we also got to give a shout out to my man, Josh Connerly Jr., the thick six, who doesn't love that. Uh, I guess that's a Peisman. That's got to be a Peisman nomination, right? He's a lineman. He scored. Uh, yeah, he's going to do some really good things for us. Even better that he's from Seattle, Washington. Am I right? I, that's why I want Taki Tamani to get back out there, too, because those are the ones that really, really burned the Washington connection, seeing them do so well on our side. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, this offensive line, absolutely bonkers. 195 rushing yards. Um... 
but mainly absolutely clean pocket, which allowed Knicks to do whatever the hell he wanted to. Fourth and duck is number five. My friends, fourth and duck, we're doing, we're looking good on fourth down. Got to say, because uh, we went two of four. One of those fourth downs I know was that weird Bonex is trying to do everything. We were in the red zone, kind of like threw it behind himself. Could have like, I know Rod Gilmore was saying something like, oh, that could have been a disaster, even though we were up like four scores or whatever, up by Abraham Lincoln at that point. Um, but yeah, it, it almost, it could have been a disaster. It also could have been like the funniest touchdown of the day. Just kind of like a flippant, backhanded little toss. That would have been funny as hell. Are you kidding me? Oh, I gotta get a new camera. I just gotta get a new face. Sorry, y'all. Number six, number six, the turnover battle. Holy turnover battle. Ducks doing good. As of right now, we got a, a two to one in our favor turnover ratio. 14 forced, seven committed. In this game, we got three turnovers, one fumble late in the game, two interceptions, both by Christian Gonzalez. Oh, man. I love that. I love him. I love that guy. Um, Yeah, man. This is a good game. Three turnovers. That You're, you're not going to beat the Ducks if we uh, get three to zero turnover ratio. Next one, a hill to flag on. No. He's going to miss the first half against the Huskies. That does suck. Um, Huskies, their strength, obviously, is in the passing game. Uh, I wouldn't say our secondary has has necessarily struggled, but we need all the depth we can, you know, <laughs> in the secondary and uh, especially on the D-line. Jamal Hill plays a pretty crucial part, and, you know, I'm not – horrified of next week. I, I still feel really good, but uh, it, it would be good to have him for every single quarter. Uh, especially against, you know, Michael Penix is a good quarterback, and they do have great receivers over there. Gotta say, I mean, that is what's gonna happen, so don't like to see it. You know Dan Landing's gonna try to appeal it. You know Pac-12 refs aren't gonna wanna admit that they did another thing wrong. You know, they're getting everything wrong, because they are terrible, the worst in the country. Mm. Another sip of coffee. Everyone loves to hear that in a mic. Number eight. Ha <laughs> ha week. Do you feel this forced enthusiasm I got going right now? It's because it's early. It's because I got to get to work after this. It's because a lot of things. But hate week is not forced. Hate week flows from within you. As much as you love, you equally hate. So unlock the hate this week for the Huskies. Unlock it. Let it out of your heart. Onto your, your fingers. This is me typing for those listening. Onto the keyboards. Um, and and just, just let it flow through you. Because the more you hate this week, the more you will love later in your life. This sounds like some preacher banter I got going on. Let the hate flow through you. Can I get a, a quack men? Eh. Can I get a ducks? There you go. That's what I say. Number nine, record watch. Record watch. Now, what do I mean 
by that, because it's certainly not a funny religion pun, what I mean by that is Bo Nix is having an absolutely amazing season. Uh, as of right now, I've got it written down here, 22 passing touchdowns, 13 rushing touchdowns. He's caught one, as we said. Uh, 2,495 passing yards, 457 rushing yards. Now, some of some of the records I'm really looking at, obviously we're only looking at single season for Bo Nix. So the ones that I think mo- are most achievable here, certainly I would say single season yards. This is um, total offensive yards, which they don't include for this anyways. Receiving yards, okay? No receiving or returns. He's not returning, but they're only counting rushing and uh, passing. If you look at that, Bo Nix is quick math. <laughs> this is not going to be quick. 3,052 total yards. He's got three games left in the regular season. Now, he's already only like 30 behind Danny O'Neill, Only about 40 behind Joey Harrington, his 2000 season. Uh, if he really wanted to get in like the top four, he would at least have to get another like 600 to surpass Anthony Brown. I know some of y'all got a lot of hate for Anthony Brown. Redirect that towards uh, Mario Cristobal's offensive mind. It'll be a, it's a lot healthier thing to do. Because uh, Anthony Brown, yeah, had 3,647 single-season total offensive yards. Above that is Achilles Smith, 3,947. I believe this is season total, so postseason included, I do believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Marcus Mariota, this just, looking at these just really... <laughs> reminded me how insane <laughs> Mariota was. 5,224 yards in his 2014 season. 4,380 in 2013 season. So he's number one and number two. So it's possible Bo Nix could catch up to, you know, his 2013. But I don't see even him, even with a crazy postseason, I mean, it's possible. He'd have to get to, like, a national championship game to get to 5,224. I mean, here's knocking. People have been doubting Bonix for a while, but, you know. Oh, we got Chris Dinky, the Sloth fan, says, Skoducks on Twitch. Shout out to Twitch. Shout out to you, Chris Dinky, and a Skoducks to you. Um, yeah, but other than I mean, we also have, I mean, single game, any anything can go. Um, he's actually joined already the Six Timers Club, which is six touchdowns, as we all know, uh, uh, in a single game. Well, I believe that's just passing touchdowns, so we haven't done that. That'd be a good one. He hasn't joined the Six Timers Club. I apologize. Um, I would also say total touchdowns is a possibility in a single season. Unlikely, though. Marcus Mariota is number one in that category as well. 57 total touchdowns in 2014. He's also number two with 40 touchdowns in 2013. And number three with 37 total touchdowns in 2012. Justin Herbert, Achilles Smith, and Darren Thomas are all tied for 36 total touchdowns. Um, so that's pretty damn good. That be so he's already at 35 
So, hey, that's fantastic. I got to say, this is this is history we're seeing, Duck fans. Um, and, and then, yeah, god damn it. This just got me more excited. Will he catch up to 2014 Marcus Mariota level? Probably not, because what would that take? <laughs> I mean, that would take, like, another 22 touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen, but... It, it all comes – it basically, for him to get to that level, he would have to go to the college football playoff, which let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. But he's dang close. I mean, he should have the second I – mean, yeah, this should be at least second place. I don't – knock on wood. This, I'm jinxing everything. I'm sorry. We got to stop this. We got to stop this. Number 10 is 10 ain't so bad, as in – only 10 points allowed? Hell yeah. That is great. Way to go for this Duck defense, which has been... The offense has been doing so well and has been doing so flashy. that And the uh, defense has kind of lapsed in the second half of many of these blowout games. And not so blowout... Well, yeah. All these blowout games. That they've taken a little bit of heat or at least much less credit for the victories than the Oregon offense, but I'm here to tell you, hey, 10 points is not bad at all, even though it's a bad Colorado team. Um, uh, I think they should get a Go Ducks for that. And a Skodox, why not? Because that, that's very impressive stuff. Plugs? There's not much to talk about on this on this Sunday sermon, on this Church of Quack. <laughs> there really isn't much to talk about. So what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the Quack 12 podcast. Please go over to Twitter at Quack 12 Podcast. Give us and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and on YouTube. Subscribe to us. We got a Patreon if you really, really want to help us out for a measly five bucks. Whatever you want. I don't care. Truly, I don't. The only thing I care about is number 12 because it's, well, quite frankly, it's the most important. Let's go, Ducks. Praise the Knicks, praise the Knicks. I said, Skodax. Skodax.